0: This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 546. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 546. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I'm so happy to be here today. We're going to talk about growth. We're going to talk about fear of growth. I am someone who's had a lot of fear of growth in my life because, okay, if you listen to last Monday's episode, and we need to touch on this for a second. If you listen to last Monday's episode, I talked about my own mental health. And I talked about being someone who has managed anxiety since I was eight years old. I was recently diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and PTSD. And I have this recognition now that is something I always knew about myself, but I can connect a lot of dots around growth has always been scary to me because growth meant entering the unknown. And to me, the unknown was like this abyss of bad things that could happen. (laughs) And I know I'm not alone in thinking that, whether or not you are someone who manages anxiety and PTSD or not, growth can be very scary. And so I want to talk about growth and fear around growth today, because I think that what I see happening right now is so many of us having fear of growth. And why... In motherhood especially, I think that we don't talk about this enough. We actually stifle this. And so sometimes this comes from thinking that we should prioritize our families and our children's needs before our own. This comes from watching, maybe watching our parents not go after things that they wanted or just seeing our parents live really differently with different opportunities than we have today. And so not seeing people that went after different things and broke the mold and created their own path. And then I also think it comes from Not having people around you saying like, I believe in you and you should go for it. And I think you could do it. And it comes from all these different places where ultimately the secrets inside of us become, I don't know if I can do it. No one believes in me. This is scary. The stakes are too high. What will people say? What if I fail? What if I embarrass myself? What if I look stupid? What if I don't know the right answers or the next steps? like We have all these what ifs, right? And those are all often secret fears. And when we have secret fears, what do we do with them? we sit in isolation. (laughs) And I'm laughing because I know that this is relatable. I'm laughing because so many of us do this, but then we think we're the only person. We're sitting in isolation thinking like no one gets it. And the reality is we all get it because we all do it. And this is like the paradox of being a woman, maybe, where we have the stuff that we hold inside of us that we think no one gets. And then as soon as we say it out loud, so many people are like, oh my gosh, I have the exact same thing. And so I should say, again, as a response to my episode last Monday talking about mental health, that first of all thank you i got a lot of really great messages and a lot of people shared the episode and so thank you for spreading the word and giving me great feedback and letting me know that you relate to my story that just always feels really good but the truth is that when we talk about these things and what i've noticed in talking about my anxiety and talking about ptsd is that so many other women are like oh my gosh i can relate to all of that i've been through something really similar or that is exactly my story or there's elements of our stories that are so parallel or even intersect and that's really powerful. And so this idea that we have to sit in isolation because we're the only ones who get it is such a story that we make up in our heads. It's such a big fat lie. (laughs) It is not true. The truth is, is that so many of us have exactly the same fears and exactly the same doubts. And yet we put up walls around ourselves thinking that we're protecting ourselves when we're actually making ourselves so much worse off and we're making ourselves feel worse. We're we're Our lack of belief only deepens our self-doubt only deepens and we only feel more and more isolated. It's just this ugly, vicious cycle that keeps us stuck. And then we have this fear of growth in which we do nothing with. We don't grow. We stay complacent or we stay unhappy or miserable because we don't see the way out. We don't see the next steps. We don't even know where to start. So I want to talk a little bit about where this comes from because I think it's really important to recognize where it comes from because when we know where it comes from and why this exists within us, then I think we can look at Okay, well, so now what? What do I do now that I know? Like, now that I know that this is why this is hard for me, this is why I'm stuck around this, then I can build some tools, find some coping skills, connect with other women who are in the similar position, and then really start to work my way out of this fear of growth and start taking action and building power and feeling like I am in charge of going after what I want and I can actually get it. in business for me because this is where it's shown up for me. I have a lot of good examples around this. I'm also going to give you some other examples as well. But if you are someone who has fear of growth around building a business or you've always thought you wanted to start a business and you have fear around that, a lot of this is going to be relatable to you on that level. And I want you to know I did a training last week, the three essential building blocks you need to grow your business. And the training was really successful and I talked around this issue, not around. I talked right into this issue in multiple ways in that training. And I have that recording for you. So I know a lot of people were able to show up live, which is great. But then I know there's also part of this audience here who you were you knew you couldn't attend last Tuesday when I gave this talk live. And I have that recording. So if you want to listen to this recording, if you are someone who is either thinking about starting a business or you already have a business and you want to grow it, but you sometimes get stuck in fear you can go check out this recording. You can get it for totally for free. It's an hour and a half training. It's phenomenal, if I do say so myself. You're gonna get some really great tips around business building that will actually help you work on your mindset to work out of fear and in order to take some specific action steps. And then you'll also have an invitation to apply to my Tenacious Mamas Business and Leadership Mastermind. So I'm accepting applications only through this Wednesday, if you're listening in live time, only through this Wednesday. So if you wanna check out that training and then you can apply for Tenacious Mamas and see if it's a good fit for you, then you can go to shamelessmom.com slash business. That's shamelessmom.com slash business to watch the training. At the end, there's an invitation to apply for Tenacious Mamas if you are interested in in joining me for a mastermind experience for six months, which is really awesome, where we have training every month and we have coaching calls and we have office hours and you get to be with a really amazing close-knit group of women. We have a private Facebook group. You get access to a whole library of backlog of trainings that I've done and where I've had guest speakers come in and speak. We will do a virtual retreat in August. We will do an in-person retreat in September in Seattle, which, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about. So Tenacious Mom is like where I do my best business and leadership coaching. And I've helped multiple women and moms completely either launch or transform or scale their businesses over the last two years in ways they never thought possible. So if you're like, oh, I'm kind of curious about that, just go to shamelessmom.com business and you can get access to that recording of the training from last week. And then you'll also get next steps to apply. And you can apply until Wednesday, May 15th. So like I said, that's this week. So that's how you do that. So now back to what we're talking about today, which is all related. We're going to talk about your fear of growth and what this has looked like for me over time and how this ties to me building business and some other areas of my life as well. It's not just about business. So here's where I think it started for me. And I think this might be relatable for some of you as well. Fear of growth, the number, the first reason that you, that we have fear of growth is because it hasn't been modeled. Growth mindset or growth mode professionally wasn't modeled to you. So I'm going to use myself as an example and talk about my parents' career path My parents had the same jobs their entire career. So my mom was a teacher. She was a principal for a few years, but she was always in education. So she was 42 years. She was a teacher. Like I said, a few of those, I think three of those years, she was also a principal. But she had this same job, same career trajectory for 42 years. And amazing, right? I mean, bless our teachers. bless, bless. Bless. And so I saw that that's like you pick a job and then you do it in my mom's case for 42 years and then you retire. Okay, so then my dad, he had a job where he worked for the state. He did safety inspections at the state level and he did that for 25 years. So he gets this job and then he gets in the job and he knew that like after 25 years, that's when you're eligible for these retirement benefits. And so this is what was modeled to me. Like you pick something and you do it until it's done. (laughs) You do it until you're 65 and then you're done and that's a career. So that was modeled to me. And which is completely fine. And what probably many of us were modeled, right? Like You pick something and then you do that thing. So for me, I really struggled in my mid-20s. I was working in a psychiatric hospital in a job that I had really initially loved, but then it just became more than my mental health could manage, which is ironic, right? Working in the psychiatric hospital and more than my mental health could manage. It was a really trying job. And let me also say, just for the sake of the story and a side note, this was a for-profit psychiatric hospital and the business model of treating patients with psychiatric conditions that I was working in was just so against my core values. Like it wasn't the working in the psychiatric hospital that ended that career for me because I actually really loved working with those patients. It was the business model of this like for-profit institution Supposedly caring for these people and their mental health. And I had all sorts of issues with the way that they were choosing to do that in this for profit environment. So I knew I wanted to change careers. I wanted to go back to school and pick like the thing, the one thing I was going to do for 40 years. And I had such a hard time. This took me probably 18 months or so of like researching and looking at programs. And I remember going to these different meetings for different master's programs and all sorts of different things, trying to figure out like, what's the thing I'm going to do for 40 years? And Because I was like 25 at the time. So I was like, okay, like I got to figure something out for age 25 to 65. What's it going to be? And it was, it caused a lot of anxiety and fear and panic because that seemed like such a long term commitment. I was like, I don't know. I think there's nothing I want to do for 40 years. And now what? So this fear of growth for me was that no one had modeled a different way. And what I ended up doing, which was absolutely terrifying, by the way, I ended up deciding to go back to school into a two year program at a technical college. So I already had my four year degree, I went back to school for a two year degree to become a personal trainer. And my thought at that time was, I'm going to do this. The stakes were fairly low because the program wasn't very expensive. It was like way, way less than getting my master's. And I thought, I'll do this for a while and see what happens, which was like very counter my personality type and also counter what I had been modeled. And what then happened is I became a personal trainer. And when I became a personal trainer, I saw two options. I could go work at a big gym like LA Fitness at the time, or it was LA Fitness. And oh, gosh, what was the other big one? Now, And Gold's gym was one of them. There was like three of them that were like these big box gyms and you could go and you would make like 12 or 13 bucks an hour and they would fill your schedule and you would work from like 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. with all your personal training clients. And that was one option. And then there was this other option that you could go out on your own as an independent contractor and charge like 60 bucks an hour, find your own clients, find your own place to train them and Charge 60 bucks an hour instead of getting 12 bucks an hour. And I was like, well, clearly I'm doing the $60 an hour option, <laughs> but then required that I started my own business. And I never set out to start my own business. So I always, for in those in early years, I always really played down the fact that I was a business owner, like really didn't acknowledge it at all. I was like, I'm a personal trainer and this is how I do it. But I wasn't at all like, I own a business and I'm an entrepreneur. Like that was definitely not part of the identity I took on. And then I realized over time, oh wait. I actually get to pick the path that I make for this job and it can grow with me and it can adapt with me and it can change with me. And I did not realize that probably until about 2010 because of some connections that I made, which I'm going to explain in a minute. But when I made those connections then I saw this different idea around like what I could build and that this was the big one for me that I could do something different than what had been modeled in terms of what had been modeled by my parents and also what was modeled and typical in the fitness industry. What was modeled and typical was that you became a trainer and you went and worked for this big organization or corporation and you got paid really crappy money and you worked really crappy hours because when you were new, you would have to work those 5 a.m. shifts. Like the more veteran trainers did not want to work at 5 a.m. and nor did they want to work at like 8 p.m. So the new trainers had to work all those really awful hours. And I ended up having to figure out a different way that I had not seen modeled and create a new path. And I was not someone who really forged new paths ever, 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 ever. And here I was like very gently quietly forging a new path, not quite realizing that that's what I was doing. So that is where the fear of growth often starts is from growth not being modeled to you. So I want you to think about where growth is not modeled. And this might look like your parents career trajectory. This might look like your partner's career trajectory. And maybe you're both doing these really traditional jobs. And you see that like, oh, we're stuck in this path that's like not leading to a lot of joy and happiness, because this is just like what we've always seen around us. It's what everyone else has done. This also can show up in terms of how you parent, how you educate your kids. This So I mean, great example from this pandemic is what have you been modeled in terms of education? And what are we now seeing in education in terms of how kids can thrive in all sorts of alternative kinds of education? So my child does thrive in a classroom as it turns out. But I know that we've learned that in this pandemic, there's a lot of kids who did better in a more virtual or homeschool model of education or an outdoor model of education or a shorter day model of education, like all these things, right? So we often, we fear growth because we've just never seen a different way and Now, we're starting to see different ways to do things. We're starting to see different ways of having careers, working from home, different ways of educating our children, different ways of building businesses, different ways of capitalizing on our gifts. So I was just talking to someone the other day about starting a podcast. And the things that she wants to talk about, I was like, holy cow, like the world needs to hear this message. This is a message that no one's speaking about, and your voice matters on this. Your voice has value, and you have not maybe been modeled how to go out and do that, but there is absolutely space for you to do that in this industry and make a really big difference. So it really takes looking at this place we are in history and in time to see that there are so many opportunities that we maybe typically didn't acknowledge because we didn't see them as even an option or we maybe thought of them and then we're like no i can't do that i'm not qualified that's not how anyone around me does it no one would understand that's not the path that i'm on i know a number of people who've left their legal careers so people who are lawyers and miserable and there's been like i'm not doing this anymore and if you look at like the trajectory of a lawyer there's definitely this model around like you get a job to pay off massive student debt And then you get on this career track in order to make partner. And it is this like very much hustle and grind culture that that's what you do if you want to make it as a lawyer. Like that's the model. And what's been fascinating to me is I've actually had the opportunity to connect with multiple lawyers who are like, I'm not doing that. So I'm going to start my own practice. or I'm going to do it a different way. Or I'm actually going to like use my legal background to do something completely different and not practice law, but instead build another business that is only better and stronger because I happen to have this law background as well. So we can look at how we can start to work our way out of this fear of growth if we look at the different options that maybe have been like simmering inside of us, but we've just been feeling fear around because we haven't seen other people do it. So now let's talk about the next piece of this. The second reason that we secretly fear growth is because we're not connected. So when I talked about not having things modeled to us, if we don't see other people doing it, or if we don't have someone who can say like, hey, this is what I did, we don't have any sense of connection around the thing we want to go do, we're sitting in isolation and self-doubt and lack of belief. And so you want to, you need to, and you will thrive when you are connected to other people who are doing the thing that you wanna do. And they might be learning it with you or they might be a few steps ahead of you. And there might be an opportunity to be best friends with them or you might just be stalking them and that's completely fine. You might just be like watching closely what they're doing. So this could be anything from going to networking events where you get to be around other people who are building businesses or other people who are in your profession who are doing things in a different way. And there's an opportunity to be in conversation with them and to ask questions about like, huh, I see that you're doing this, tell me about that, okay? Another way of being connected is to put yourself in the position of taking on new roles. So I'll give an example. For me, one of the things that I'm doing that fear of growth for me, when I build my own thing because I've done this now multiple times. I'm not gonna say it's not scary. It can be a little bit scary, but I've built three businesses now. Like I feel pretty confident about being able to build a business around a message and help people and serve people and monetize that in a way that can support my family. Like I've done that now a number of times. That doesn't mean I'm not scared at times or that it's not hard, But here's where I have fear of growth is being involved at a community level where I can have impact in my community where I don't drive all the decisions. I have to be part of a team. So I have the opportunity up this next coming school year to be a co-chair of my son's parent association at a school, which is what we call a lot of schools call have the PTA. We have the PA, the parent association. So I will be co-chairing the PA at my son's school this year. So for me, I want to be more involved in my community where can I be connected? I didn't have other opportunities to be, or not that I didn't have other opportunities. When I started seeking out opportunities, I was like, I don't even know where to start. Like This is intimidating. I wanna have more of a voice in these certain causes. These are the things that I believe in, especially after 2020, like where can I use my voice in different ways beyond my podcast on a more hyper-local level? And this became this really amazing opportunity to be connected in a new way in order to see my potential as a leader in a different capacity. And the funniest thing about this, and I know some people from my son's school listen to this podcast, so you can all hopefully laugh about this. I told my mom I was considering this role. And I was like, I think this could be a really cool opportunity. I could be leading in a different way with like a team that's really different. It's in the school environment. I really adore the school that we're in. Like, I just I'm so incredibly grateful for the school community. And I would love to have more of a voice. And I see the so much potential for cool things that we could do and ways that I could bring some of my gifts to the table. And my mom said, you know, honey, I think it would be really good for you to do that because you'd have to work with people that have different opinions than you. And I love that she said this because here's the thing. When you build your own business, you get to make all the decisions. And if people like there's no one to disagree with you, people might give you feedback and be like, I hate your podcast, you talk too much about politics or whatever. But like when it comes to who's sitting at the table making decisions, it's me. And now I'm going to be in this place where I'm connected in my community and able to have impact. And I'm going to have to listen to a lot of voices. And that's actually a really amazing opportunity. So for me to build up resiliency to build up character to build up strength to build up capability as a leader to build a sense of belief around how I can use my voice in different ways in different layers of the community whether it's my hyper local community or the greater community at large like this audience it's all about being connected right so now I'm going to have these new connections doing that so where are you reaching out to get connected in order to Be in the places that you want to be in order to grow in the ways that you want to grow. I will say, when I said yes to this role, the person that I'm co chairing with, I was like, I have no clue what I'm doing. Zero clue. Please tell me all of the things. I'm like, I feel intimidated. I don't know any of the things that I should know. I feel like there should be a manual that I can read first. Like, can someone please brief me? And I was really clear, like, I don't know, but I'm eager to learn. And I think you can go into those positions, into those places of new connection and say like, hey, I don't know, but I want to learn. And I'm really excited for this opportunity. And I'm so grateful. And please teach me. And then you sit back and you listen. And there's so many different ways that you can do that at a local level, in your kid's school community, in your job community. So if in your org- work organization, you can get connected and you can say like, hey, and I actually had a, have had a couple clients do this where they've gone into their work organizations and said like, hey, I see space here for a women's coalition within this environment or a woman's organization or a mother's organization. Can I bring other moms together and can we form that? And then again, you're back in that place of being connected. Where can you be finding those places to be connected? So these women who've done that, have found this incredible power and they've gone from feeling isolated and having a lack of belief in terms of how they can use their voice in their work organizations to now having a place where they are seen, where they are heard, where they are in conversation with other people who are like them, who understand what is it like to be a mom working corporate or a mom working corporate in a pandemic with kids at home, like all of those things, all of those layers, right? So that fear of growth might be being triggered because you're not connected. So how can you take responsibility for that connection and creating that space?
1: Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter-Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.
2: Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.
0: And then the third reason that we secretly fear growth is because we're not being supported. And so let's just be honest, like not being supported is a very real thing. Historically, we are the supporters, right? We're not the ones who are supported. And so we are the supporters and the cheerleaders of everyone else saying, I believe in you and you can do it. And like, how can I help you? And at the same time, we don't have people saying that to us, right? Right we support our partner's careers, we support our children's ambitions, and then we sit back and we're like, well, someday I'll get to my own thing. So how can you be supported now. And part of that starts with connection for sure. Because when you are in those positions of being connected, that self doubt starts to diminish. And that lack of belief starts to shift into a sense of belief that can become the courage and the confidence for you to have connections at a level that you have supporters. Because here's the thing, when you want to grow something, when you want to step out and do your own thing or do something differently, or just be a different version of yourself and show up in a new way or a different way, there will be skeptics and there will be doubters and there might be some haters. And sometimes there's not a lot of cheerleaders. And I will tell you that those cheerleaders become really critical. So, where will you find them? And it's going to start with those places that you have grounded yourself in connection. So, those connections that you decide to make are going to be some, so crucial at this point because when we are not supported, we shrink back into isolation, self doubt, and lack of belief. So, where can you be supported? Who are the people that support you? Who are the people that support you no matter what? So, when I decided to start a podcast, I told just a few people. When I decided to move my gym from working in someone else's facility into my own facility, I only told a few people. When I decided to launch my business around the podcast, I only told a few people. When I decided to take on this role as the PA co chair at my son's school, Until the announcement was more formally made, I only told a few people because here's the thing. I knew that I needed to tell supporters first, people that were going to be like, yes, this is in your wheelhouse. You can do this. This is the world needs you to do this right now. You absolutely have these skills, even if you've never done them before, because here's the risk in telling the wrong people or telling all of the people is that you get people who are like, you're going to do what? Huh? Why would you want to do that? Oh, so and so did that. It did not go well oh my gosh, I literally had someone say this to me when I was working. Actually, when I was going from working in someone else's gym into working in my own space, the owners of this one gym who were awful, they were such awful people. It was a husband and wife. And the wife said to me, oh, you're going to like go open your own thing? Yeah, you should talk to a few of the other people who've done that because it did not work out. And right away, I was like, oh my gosh, I told the wrong person." Like, <laughs> First of all, I was like, you don't get a vote because she'd already discredited herself so many times in my eyes. She was such an awful person and such, she was, oh my goodness, she had like zero core values and she was so abusive of her power in so many instances. Luckily, I could see that to be like, hold on, you don't believe in me, you don't get a vote. I, this was not me asking for permission, this was me telling you what I'm gonna do. So you have to be really clear around the people you decide to share information with when you want to grow. So you tell your safe people. And even some of those safe people might be like, "Mm, I don't know, like, okay, but I believe in you. And this happened to me when I decided to sell my gym and I told my husband I wanted to go all in on the podcast. He was like, um, okay. He's like, I don't understand or know like how you're gonna do that. This is a little nerve wracking. Like this gym is making money that supports our family and now you're gonna do the podcast full time. And is that gonna work the same and how will that work? But then he said to me, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I also know that if anyone can make it work, it's you. Because anytime you decide that you're going to make something work, you make something work. And so he was able to discern between like, I don't know how you're going to do this, but I don't need to know how you're going to do this in order to believe in you. So who are those people in your life? And it might be one person. It might be one best friend or your mom or your sister or your sister-in-law or a colleague. It might be one person or it might be a community of people. So if you have that place where you have those grounded connections, then maybe that's where you go and you let those people know. That this is what I'm gonna do. And then they cheer for you. And this happens all the time in Tenacious Mamas. So I know I mentioned Tenacious Mamas at the beginning of the call or the beginning of the episode, but in Tenacious Mamas, this is like our safe place where people are supported. And so when we have we have our moms who are building their businesses and we're focusing on business and leadership and business development and business strategy, and we have people, our members come in and they're like, hey. So I'm going to hire my first employee or, hey, I'm going to expand my business in this way. And I'm super excited, but I'm also nervous. And I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want anyone to doubt me or ask me too many questions or be skeptical. And then within that community, we get to be like, oh my gosh, yes, you can do it. And here's the steps. And here's what I did. And here's how it works. And I can't wait and let me know how it goes. And so we get to hold that belief in you when that feels a little bit shaky within yourself. And that gives you the power and that gives you the confidence. And so that is where you can help yourself get out of that fear of growth is through finding those people who support you unconditionally when you are going to do scary things and when you are going to push yourself into those uncomfortable places. So those are the three reasons that moms secretly fear growth from not having it modeled to them from not being connected to other people who are doing what they want to do and from not having the right support people in place or support systems in place so where can you find people who are modeling what you want to do where can you get connected to the people who are doing what you want to do and where can you find those supporters who will support you when that belief feels a little shaky when you find yourself spiraling into that place of fear and self-doubt, okay? So if that place for you is in a community of business owners and a community of mom business owners, definitely, definitely go listen to the training that I did last week on the three essential building blocks to grow your business. If you go to shamelessmom.com slash business, you can listen to the training. At the end of the training, I talk about Tenacious Mamas and how you can apply for Tenacious Mamas. It's a pretty short application process that will really help you discern down kind of what you'll get out of the program, what you can expect with the program, what you can get excited about, all the things you're going to get with it, all the goodies. So go over to shamelessmom.com slash to check all that out. And I will be back here in a couple days with a fantastic interview for you.